Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician, a.k.a. The Stable Genius and Vocal Minority. And welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Network. Welcoming back, you know, the Stats Overbeat Cypher. We are in full effect. Let's give a big shout-out right away to my folks down on the fourth floor on the Fantasy Pit of Misery. I got Danny Otto. I got my best friend forever, Mike Florio. They are on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. They are blowing up like a Samsung 7. We got a good show for you today. Yo, check this out. Interesting time in the NFL calendar, okay? You got people getting cut. You got people, will they put the franchise tag on you or not? We had the NFL Combine that just happened. We're going to talk a little bit about the NFL Combine as well. And then next week, let me tell you something. Next week, starting on Monday, we have what's called the legal tampering period. Okay, you got to love that for a couple days. People can kind of cheat on each other. And then um, next Wednesday, free agency starts. Kirk Cousins about to get paid. Looks like after some decisions that were made uh, today, looks like Sammy Watkins might get paid. AR-15, Allen Robinson will get paid. But we're going to talk about who I think took the cake in the NFL Combine over the course of the last weekend. We're going to do that in a couple of minutes. And we got a poll question up on Twitter as usual. Okay, hit me up on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds. And my question is, who was the most important or the most talked about or your favorite story from the NFL Combine? Was it Lamar Jackson, who, you know, is a quarterback, okay? Just like, listen, straight up, he is a quarterback, all right? He's not going to do wide receiver. It's not like they asked Josh Allen to do tight end drills, you know what I'm saying? Is it Was it Saquon Barkley, my man from the BX, from the Boogie Down, who did absolutely ridiculous? At like 230 pounds, this kid ran a 4-4 flat. All right, which is absolutely nuts. I think he's shooting up draft boards, rightfully so. The New York football giants, I think they can wind up taking a shot at him of number two. As you know, as your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, is you know from the Boogie Down Bronx as well. Big ups to Saquon Barkley. Or was it Shaquem Griffin? This is a kid who really opened a lot of eyes at the Combine, got a late invite to the Combine. We'll talk about him a little bit more. And then later on in the show, I'm going to be very excited to have my man join me with the Stats Overbeat Cypher. We're going to have Fernando Perez come on the show. He's a uh, former major leaguer, played a couple years with the Tampa Bay Rays. We're going to talk to him about all things you know baseball-related before we get into the 
the season. It's good to get it from a player's perspective, you know, because we're on the Fantasy Sports Network, right? So we're talking about Woba. We're talking about ground ball rates. We're talking about BABIP and stuff, right? And rightfully so. And rightfully so, right? But it's interesting to get some takes on uh, from the player's perspective on some of these issues that are going on in Major League Baseball. And then, as usual, we put the fun in functional sports radio when my boy's down in the fantasy pit of misery down there on the fourth floor. We're going to take the Wonderlick test. And we're going to see how Danny Otto does. We're going to see how Speeds does. We're going to see if we, uh, you know, are smart enough to play quarterback in the NFL. I got to tell you guys early on, though, Danny Otto has been cramming. He has been seeing these Wonderlick questions. He doesn't want to embarrass himself in front of the stats overbeat cipher. We got the chat room going. Let me know what you think. Who do you think will do better on the Wonderlick text? Mike Florio, Danny Otto. Your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. Let us know and hit us up on the poll question as well. Let's start with news and notes from around the NFL. First of all, the franchise tag is on and popping, okay? Uh, Le'Veon Bell did, in fact, get tagged for a second year. Okay, $14.5 million to play running back. They're kicking the can down the road. I think it, this is, reminds me very much of what happened last year, okay? They're kicking the can down the road, and I think this is smart for both sides because, to be honest, if I'm Le'Veon Bell, and I've said it before, I'm going to say it again all season long. This is Big Ben's probably last year. This is their last ride in the sun. When Big Ben walks away, why, if you're Le'Veon Bell entering your prime, would you want to stay with the Pittsburgh Pirates as they cycle back to a young quarterback? I don't think you would. So I think him having that kind of flexibility down the road is a good idea idea. Um, Other people that did not get tagged I think are very interesting and they are going to hit the free agent market. I told you about Kirk Cousins. He's going to get paid. There has not been a quarterback under the age of 30 that is actually healthy that has hit the open market in a very long time. Will it be the Vikings who are where I think he's going to go? I think he's going to go to Minnesota because he wants Stefan. Can you digs it? And Adam, I got a feeling. Will it be the Jets who are going to throw money at him? Will it be the Cardinals, the Broncos? We'll see, but he's going to get paid. Sammy Watkins, Allen Robinson. These are people, Jarvis Landry via trade. These are names you're going to hear about. Um, a lot of teams want wideouts. We're hearing that the Washington football team may be in on AR-15. Chicago Bears want to get down with Jarvis Landry. So there's going to be some movement. All right, also... Rumors abound. Seahawks and Jimmy Graham probably are not going to be resigning him. Could he go back to the Saints? Wouldn't that be interesting? You know, they've been trying to replace him for a couple of years. That hasn't happened in a while. There's also reports coming out of uh, New York that the Giants might be cool with Eli Manning. Okay, and I'm reading the tea leaves here, and I think that, like I said, I think they're going to go ahead and, and try and get Saquon Barkley at number two overall. Let Eli have his swan song. And let me tell you something. Saquon Barkley and Odell Beckham, Outside of Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, can you name me another combo at wideout and running back more explosive than that would threaten to be for Eli Manning? Of course, they still need an offensive line. But maybe, you know, maybe they make their investment there. Otherwise, the rest of the draft and throwing some money around in free agency. Speaking of free agency, um, the cap in the NFL has gone up. Okay, increased about $10 million, giving teams even more opportunity to sign these players. The cap is going up to $177.2 million a year. Um, so people are definitely going to get paid. A last note I'll give you, two of the, I guess, most famous referees are calling it quits. Ed Hockley, the gun show. That's why I have my guns out today. 
you know, representing my line of verse, everybody, Rotoware, you know what it is. Ed Hockley with his guns out. And also Jeff Triplett, he of the uh, Flip Coin fame, they're going to be moving on. I've been saying they need younger refs to keep up with the uh, speed of the game and the technology of the game. These guys were doing it for a long time. Maybe they can go retire and sit on some rocking chairs and use their asthma pumps moving forward. Tip, big uh, big shout out from the stats over Beat Cypher to Ed Hockley and Jeff Triplett. All right, I wanted to talk about the combine real quick. Before we bring in my boy uh, Fernando Perez to talk about Major League Baseball, if you don't know, I'm about to let you know about Shaquem Griffin. Okay, remember first of all earlier in the college football season when I've been on the University of Central Florida Golden Knights, I said they were the true national champions because they went undefeated at 13 and 0 this season, and I've been talking about them hanging banners and you know how they should have actually got a chance against Alabama because they beat Auburn in the regular season and they and they really could have been they got screwed in this new you know, formula. Well, one of their linebackers was Shaquem Griffin. Shaquem Griffin put up a 4.38 in the 40-yard dash over the weekend, okay? That is the fastest for a linebacker since the year 2003. Shaquem Griffin had 20 reps in the bench press, okay? Shaquem Griffin last year had 44 solo tackles, 14 tackles for loss, seven sacks, and three turnovers, that, after a junior year, we had 57 solo tackles, 20 tackles for a loss, 11 and a half sacks, and three turnovers. Oh, but I forgot to tell you, Shaquem Griffin only has one hand. Shaquem Griffin does not have a left hand, had a, has a rare disease where he had to have his hand amputated. Right? His, his twin brother, uh, Shaquille Griffin, actually, was drafted by the Seattle Seahawks last year in the third round, I do believe. He's kind of an up-and-comer in the league, if you want to know the truth. Okay, but uh, Shaquem this year ran the same 40 time, but is 22 pounds heavier than his twin brother. That's a big difference, right? This kid has ridiculous speed, is right away a special teams player, but the question is, will he get a chance in the NFL? He, he has legitimately one hand, and so people kind of close-minded, you know, like how, 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 quite frankly, can he play? I have seen footage of this kid jump routes, make interceptions, and take him to the house. Okay, every time someone tells you he can't do it, he turns around and does it. He turns around and does it. And there's a great article in the Players Tribune. And I like the Players Tribune because, you know, you get the stories from the athletes directly themselves. And I think that's really cool. I think that's really um, get it straight from the horse's mouth. Right. And he tells a story about like when he was eight years old and a youth coach um, tried to tell him he couldn't play in a playoff game because he thought he was saving himself from, you know, from himself. But instead, he went out and made the game-winning play in that game to beat this other co- this coach's team, and it stuck with him. You know, it stuck with him. He said in this article, I got up, I ran off the field holding the ball in the air with my one good hand, thinking that from that moment forward, no one was ever going to tell me that I didn't belong on a football field, and no one was ever going to tell me that I couldn't be great. That's what this kid has been doing for a very long time. I am certainly rooting for Shaquem Griffin. They were saying early on that, you know, despite his, you know, despite his all first first all team conference play in the America Athletic Conference for a team that went 13 and 0. Despite the fact that he did work in the senior bowl, he didn't even get an invite to the combine. Then he blows it up and puts up stats that people haven't seen in over a decade. 
This kid is improving his stock, and I, I, I challenge the NFL to go ahead and take a stand and you know think clearly about what this kid can do to add to your team. You know, he said so many people are going to have doubts about what he can do. Some people thought he could do three, maybe five reps. He did 20 reps with a prosthetic hand. Okay, if you don't want that in your locker room, if you don't want that on your squad, showing how you battle, showing how you, you know, grind hard, showing how you use that fuel against you, if you don't want that on your roster, I defy you to not go ahead and, you know, take a mid-round pick on this kid. Okay, yeah, obviously there are probably some limitations there. But this kid showed up, showed out. And so I want to let y'all know about that on the Stats Over Beat Cypher. Let y'all know about Shaquem Griffin from UCF, who I've been talking about the whole time. Shot called by your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. I think he was the biggest story of the NFL combine. Like I said, we got a poll question up. 56% of you agree. All right. I've only had this poll question up for like an hour. We got a couple hundred people that have voted already. 56% say Shaquem Griffin. 38% say Saquon Barkley. 4% say Lamar Jackson were the big stories of the combine. Okay. So next week, though, when I'm back here inside Studio 34 here on the Fantasy Sports Network, um, it is going to be free agent frenzy. All right. We're going to be talking about money getting thrown around at wide receivers and what the fantasy impact is going to be so I can get you ahead of things. Because if you're in like dynasty leagues or something like that to help you win your leagues and win that cash. But what we're going to do right now is we're going to bring in my man, Fernando Perez. Fernando Perez, former major leaguer. Yeah, Fernando, you can come on in while we get Fernando all set up. Let me also tell you about our people over at fantasyfactor.com. Come on in, Fernando. Did you know Fantasy Factor, though, is the perfect daily fantasy site for the casual recreational player they have flatter prize pools smaller contests and you could do single entry contests okay this way you're not competing against people with all those um algorithms and whatnot and multiple entries i really like that they're doing free free rolls every week nba nhl free rolls the free entry all you got to do is sign up and enter www.fantasyfactor.com all right, we got we got my man Fernando Perez in the building. Fernando, they say down there that you got you can't be in the the corner though. They want you to yeah get in the shot. They in want here. you to get in the shot because in you're here. so you know you're so handsome and whatnot. They want to get you in, in the shot. So right here on the fantasy freestyle now we have my boy Fernando Perez. Fernando, um, you know a couple years in the majors, yeah, with the Rays, ah, yeah, yeah. A couple, couple years is generous. Couple years is generous, but you know you were out there. Generous. You were out there now there. doing you know done some work in the past for. Vice for MLB as well, you know, and yes. um, thanks for stopping by. How you feeling? I'm doing great. Uh, you got me kind of hyped up talking yeah. about uh, about your man, the one hand man. Yeah, Shaquem Griffin, is, uh, man. Would you, I mean. Catching interceptions and running them back yeah. to the house. Jumping routes. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, what do you think? Do you think, I mean, he shows, you know, objectively, stat for stat at these combines, mm-hmm. being able to do it. He has the production on the field as well. You know, do you think. Um, he will go where he should go in the NFL draft next month. <laughs> I don't know. Don't know that much about the NFL. Um, but, but I'm just uh, saying, would you, I, how do you yeah, feel? I, about- I hope, you know, you always hope when there's a story, right? When there's a guy and he's easy to root for, yeah. 
you hope he's good at the sport, actually. You yeah, know? well, it looks uh, like and at he the is. Very, and at the very least, I hope he gets himself a, a, a Wheaties commercial or something. Yeah, something he should definitely get some endorsements. He plays in the, in the NFL ever. He should hope definitely he get endorsements. Um, but yeah, I hope he's actually actually well, good. The, the production the seems really to know. be there. But okay, so maybe not football, but you do know about baseball. I know stuff about you baseball. You do know about baseball, no, and I'm that's why we wanted to bring you in, okay? <laughs> we were talking before the show. Yeah. Uh, about a lot of things from we were. advanced stats to pace of play mm-hmm. to how to make the game more exciting for the fan. Let's start with the pace of play because mm-hmm. one of the things I thought was interesting is you mentioned that are we really bringing more fans into the tent by chain, like trying to make these changes like limiting mound visits or um, you know trying to put in pop-in ads and shorter commercial breaks? And you said that from a player's perspective, you don't really – feel the pace of play as much and you don't think necessarily you know it's going to bring new fans to the game if the game are shortened by 10 15 minutes i have a lot of feelings about it and they're not all uh cohesive there's some nuance in the situation okay give i us think a nuance. lot of a lot of people who are, are diehard fans of baseball when you watch baseball you want more of it. I, I'm not. I'm not there thinking. Oh, this game was three hours and thirty-eight minutes. Right. Why couldn't it have been three hours and, and fifteen minutes? No, you want it. You want more of it. And so, I think that it's a matter of of the actual product not being that compelling. What are we worried about when we're talking about worrying about baseball? Right? There's a multi-billion-dollar uh, enterprise. We're worried because we're losing. Uh, are following right, and and, and they're going to be fine. Baseball is going to be fine, but we're not attracting young people. Well, why aren't we attracting young people? We wouldn't even be having this conversation if the product was compelling, and the product is not compelling. I will take you back. I have to say this. Go ahead. I have to say this. Two years ago, I was watching the uh, opening day when Hope opening day eternal. footage it was, uh, it was live. I, I think on ESPN. Don't. I, I mean, I roughly know who was. Broadcasting it wasn't really the point. It wasn't really the point who was on the broadcast, but it was the first game, the opening day. You should be brimming and 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 just full of interesting oh, things to say and excitement. excitement. Oh my god! And and four minute four innings into the game, these guys are talking about balding and their and their kids' little league careers and things like that. And so we there is now it, it's th- this whole problem is not. Uh, necessarily encapsulated in in this uh, awful stretch of television that I that I watched. Right. However, um, it, it just shows that you know the, you know these people. What are they doing? They're imitating something that they've seen before. But there's a there's a part of the stadium experience and as well as the broadcast that's just not super fascinating. If I'm uh, some kid, you know, pick a country that is not the United States that knows nothing about football, and I come over from the said country, whatever it is. And I see a little bit of basketball. Ooh, I want some more of that. Sure. I see a little bit of football, if, uh, especially if I'm like, you know, into physicality. Physicality. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, give me some more of that. Right. I see baseball. And I'm not sure necessarily mm-hmm. if I want all that. And this is, this is coming from a person who I want all the baseball all the time. Sure. Right? So, you know, that bottled gift product. That, that we you know that we see on ESPN, it isn't quite as compelling as the other sports. So there are lots of reasons, right? Uh, uh, the Doesn't MLB.com do the condensed games in like oh, twenty five yeah, minutes? Oh yeah, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. But you know, there's so many things at play. I think the unwritten rules make the product mm-hmm. uh, a little bit 
a little bit less interesting, right? I think there are some things we could, we could, uh, you know, I've, I've sat and talked with Tony Clark a few times. Okay. Tony Clark. What does Tony is, Clark have to Tony say about this? Tony Clark, one of my favorite humans, immediately when I met him, one of my favorite humans I've ever met, Tony Clark is the closest man that we have to Morpheus on <laughs> the red on or the, the blue Earth. pill. And we, we talk about it, about, you know, well, there should be some diplomacy here where players and, you know, start to talk. And just like, listen, you know, maybe we should stop being in our feelings about so many of these things. We could make the TV a little bit better, right? So that's pulling it a little bit. But I what think- What about from the perspective, you played outfield, yeah right? So some of these things that they're talking about, like the mound visits, mm-hmm. right? What are you doing during a mound visit out in oh, the field? Oh, look, you want the, when you're playing defense, you, there is incentive for that game to go quicker. You want a pitcher that works fast. So some right. of that's Stuff. Like we're saying, it works itself out in the game. But of course, you got to ice the kicker, right? right. You got to go out there sometimes and make mound visits that you don't need. And it's just part of In this of the age game. of technology, though, in 2018, they can't have a speaker on the hey, brim look, of his cap. I'm, I'm not can't against, have an Apple Watch or something. I'm with not a, against a shortening the game. I'm not against shortening the game. It's just that, you know, as I would say, it's like, you know, baseball's my cousin. And it's just like, I'd tell you, like, you want to shorten the game? My cousin's going to be very, very upset <laughs> because they will be very, very upset. But I, I think, you know, baseball players are the world's premier improv athletes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think that if you told baseball players all of a sudden uh, you have to keep your right foot in the box or all of a sudden there's a pitch clock, they could adjust, right? We're just, you know, we're hearing some, some moaning and crying about those things. It's an ecosystem and they don't want it upset. I understand that. But I think the bigger issue is that the product needs to be improved. The stadium experience sucks. Mm. Have you been to Winter Ball? No. Okay, so before, you know, you, I meet people. As a baseball player, I meet people who are like, oh, I'm a fan of, of the Colorado Rockies. Right. So we're going to fly to Colorado. To see we're going to fly there. We're going to spend three or $400 on tickets. We're going to, you know, the flights, the hotels, all of that. And I'm just like, pocket half of that money. Uh-huh. Go to the Dominican Republic, Republic and, and see, see baseball. Sure. Cuba. Same in Asia, it, right? See it, right? Asia. But soccer, other sports, you know, the, the sure, stadium that energy. experience. Yes, that energy, right? So there are a lot of things that individual teams can do to make that experience better. Listen, so, I had some great chants in the right field yeah. bleachers of Yankee Stadium in the early 90s, and I was told to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so I I'm, hear you. Hey. Do they don't necessarily embrace yeah, 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 that yeah. kind of energy have you seen, and that fan have base? Have you no? seen videos of, of the Japanese baseball Yeah, the Gaijin. Oh, the Gaijin. With the, t- what are we doing constantly. over here? No, you're what are absolutely we doing right. over here? I think, I think you're right. It's, we, it's have a to, museum we have culture. to sharpen the experience. No, you it's talk about be marching better. bands before. It's got to be better. And why is it bad? Look at who who works at Park Avenue. Yeah, it's that same stodgy executive. Uh, yes, lawyers so on the other and side, baby boomers on the other side of it. Trusted. You were talking about Tony Clark, one of your favorite individuals, right? Yes, and he was very public, as you know, the union president, right? Mm-hmm. One of the things that we've been talking about in this off season yes. is this the idea that there's a lot of free agents left unsigned, mm-hmm. okay? And so many unsigned reasons hype. to the fact that they're all Scott Boris clients uh-huh. <laughs> to the free agent class of next year mm-hmm. potentially. Why do you think? This is going on. Why do you think, like, Tony Clark even, like, didn't the MLBPA almost come out with their own spring training? Like, for some of the unsigned guys to stay in shape. What do you think is happening? I wanted to be there. Why do you think, you know, there's so many guys left unsigned? Is it collusion among the owners? I know collusion is a big word in our society right now. Collusion. But is it, is it, no? I don't don't think there's collusion. What might it be? Young talent that's cheaper? What's? I think that, I think that objectively, like we're saying, 
Uh, well, here we are. We're both owners. We own teams. Yeah. And you're just like, man, I need an outfielder. And it's last year or two years ago. And you're just like, oh, uh, Jason Hayward's available. Right. I'm just like, uh, nah. yeah, Jason Hayward wants $180 million. Nah. So for you, like, look, so for you to just say, like, I don't know if I want to spend that much money on Jason Hayward. It's like to say that you're like you're doing you're colluding yeah, you're, like <laughs> if we've just both discussed like, right perhaps jason hayward is not worth that contract and i love jason hayward <laughs> sure but like perhaps that money is not well spent right or or with a pitcher right a depreciating asset who sure. who throws yeah i'm not trying to give jake arietta eight years which is bad for you <laughs> yes it's not you a know? natural motion yes of course so i think that that is so that you think it's happening. not collusion you think it's just collectively that organizations and ownership or whatever is is getting more intelligent. I don't. I, step into I don't reality. Know. I don't know. I mean, I, I think you know. We know that GMs are getting better. Before, what what was a GM? It was like a rich guy's homie. That's yeah. what a GM was yeah, before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now look at look at the, the Dodgers have so many GMs that if they do something wrong, you don't oh, even know Friedman. who to blame. <laughs> you know, so, absolutely. And so, like, we're better at the position mm, at okay. this point. Um, you know, the collusion or not, I think it's it's very easy to objectively say, "Damn, the rent is too damn high." <laughs> right. like, it's just it's very it's high. just not but, worth. But, but again, but like, I don't even want to get into that because that's a fight. It's like Fair. you know, those are like those are like my my friends' parents fighting the union and right. the and the league, and that's like I don't even want to get involved in that because it's a lot of money. It's like if I'm if I'm to a lot of this this debate often gets framed into like who should have the money, like the the players or the owners, like. The players, but they're both millionaires. Millionaires versus really billionaires, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't really care. Absolutely. Yo, check it out. This is Fernando Perez here, down with Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician on the Fantasy Freestyle with the hashtag Stats Over Beats Cypher. Fernando, I want to get you out of here on a couple more questions. One is, you know, this idea of the experience from the baseball player. One mm-hmm. question I want to have you, and although this spike happened after you got out of the league, mm-hmm. in the last two, two and a half years since I guess the All Star game in like 2015, there's been a spike in home runs. And there's been a lot of reasons attributed to that, right? Everything from uh, people consciously trying with things like launch angle, which is very hot in the streets right now. You know, so hot in the streets, launch angle, exit velo. But it's also this idea where it's getting a lot of energy around the ball itself. Yeah. May be different, less dense, less slick. And we're hearing that uh, teams have to put their balls in the humidor now. Mm-hmm. Right? In the humidor. In the humidor. Can you tell, tell you what a that difference? smells like to me? Yeah. It smells like a cover up to me. Uh-huh. I'll Especially tell you. What. Some, you mentioned the I'll Colorado Rockies it before. It smells like a cover up. You mentioned that. Yeah. So tell and me this about is why. this. This is why it smells like tell a cover up. Tell me, because you have seen this okay. baseball. Is it a different baseball? Oh, I've touched a lot of baseballs. You've said, okay. So I've tell me about this. Why do you think the home runs are going up? smells. Uh, What's going up? It smells great so, to me. This so is let us behind the curtain. This is why. This is why. Look, the baseball. For the people who control it, it's like the Federal Reserve. It's inflation. You can, you mm. got your your hands. So chicks you can, dig the long oh, ball. Chicks dig. Oh, chicks do. dig the long ball. So do guys. Sure, oh. sure, sure, sure. Chicks that makes guys. the game more exciting. All, no one wants to see a one nothing. All the genders battle. above, beyond, and in between, they love the long ball, right? Okay. Okay, so okay. there were more long balls. And look, and this doesn't even have to be like a, in a conspiracy moment kind of thing. I, I feel like there was a pitcher last year. I don't remember what. 
a company's receipt he compared a baseball to, but mm-hmm. I want to say it was Adam Wainwright, and I want to say it was a CVS receipt, okay. saying that that's what it felt like. There are many pitchers coming out and saying, look, Verlander this ball, has been this saying ball, a lot. Oh, of- it was, maybe it was Verlander. Verlander, actually, I, I put it on my Twitter timeline. Hit me up, at Spitter Speed, Spin Speeds. He had a graph of 2013 and 2017 with launch angle mm-hmm. and exit velo, mm-hmm. and then overlaid it with uh, the percentage that it was a home run. Yeah. You know, like those spray charts, right? So the same launch angle and exit velo that was not a home run in 2013 is a home run in 2017. And so if you control all those other variables... Verlander got him with the map. I didn't know that happened. Yes. I've been traveling. Didn't know that happened. So so what's going on? Like, there's obviously some changes that have been made. Can you notice it as a ball player? You you notice, the thing is, it's... It's remember, it's like there are so many. The ba- the game has been played for so long, and guys know what things feel like. It's an ecosystem that is that is quickly upset. You like what the I ecosystem? Can, I like it. It's a word I like. Okay. And so I can tell you a lot about how that ecosystem changed. It's the same game all the time. You know, when you get called up, they'll tell you, "Look, it's the same game. Try to play the same game." Of course, it's a little bit harder to do that when you see, "Oh, there's fifty thousand people sure. here, and this is going to be on my baseball card." But it really, really is the same game. But Parts of uh, the parts of the elements of you know of that ecosystem change. So, for instance, you'll notice uh, you know pitchers are closer to the zone, but you'll notice also that the ball in the major leagues is just flying in a way that it's not really? flying in the in minor my, leagues. Really, absolutely, absolutely. So, if I see a guy that hit forty home runs in the minor leagues, mm-hmm. that's a lot of in home the minors, runs. right? In the minors, that's a lot of home runs, right? So, what's the trend, right? We have some smaller. We have some smaller stadiums, right? Yankee Stadium is playing very, yep. very small. Sure, you know the new Atlanta had a jet stream sure, out to right center. Sure, so we have to adjust for those things. People like that. I mean, the, you know, is is that good? Pitchers are going to complain. I mean, all these things in time have been adjusted, right? When we were just like, ah, oh, we've got to change the game. Bob Gibson is too good. We've got to change sure. the game. Raise and lower the mound. Yeah, exactly. Babe so, Ruth never hit a home run against the black man. He didn't, you know. So Great I mean, we're comparing eras and we're know. comparing baseballs, yeah, yeah, and all these things. It's hard, and baseball is such a game of its record book, yeah, and nostalgia, as you mentioned, traditionalist. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the broadcast or the records, right? Absolutely. But you can't compare anyway. Yeah, you know, whether it's steroids or but not. People love to do it. Exactly. That is like the staple of, of so, sports. So let me let me ask you this because you were talking about these different adjustments that have been made. And you talked mm-hmm. about the smaller stadiums. In your experience, um, up at the big show, like what was the what was your favorite stadium to hit in? What was your least favorite stadium to hit in? Uh, were there I, any that you knew like? I could get a hold of one here. My favorite stadium to hit in was any stadium they allowed me to play in. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> but I'll tell you what. Um, the Rogers Center is a fascinating optical illusion. It feels like you can just hit the ball off of the back wall. Really? And you can't. You can't. I mean, it's happened. Carlos Delgado's done it. Sure. Some people I've have seen done Conseco it. do it. But right. it's just, it's just the, the optics of it. Another thing that I could tell you very, very quickly, imagine yourself as an outfielder running after a fly ball somewhere in the gap. When you're playing in a stadium that only seats, you know, a thousand people, let's say at the most, which is basically all of your experience until you get to about AAA, you don't really, it's, it's, um, as you're running, when you don't notice 
the stands like you don't see the stands it's a totally different thing that happens when you get to the major leagues and you're doing all of this running and your mind is kind of placing you a little bit differently because you have the vantage of the stands as you're running it's a weird Mm. thing so in the major leagues it feels like you can run and run and run and run like you're not going anywhere whereas in in every other stadium that you play you see the ground you're covering you have have a sense of like oh i've run this far right um you know so that you know that that can also be nerves and, and and so many different things um you know i i played in maybe a third of the stadiums okay. um a lot of them have that big feel like texas has another one of those big feels where it is you know as the joke says everything's big in, in texas. texas texas feels huge and we talk about the ball flying out of texas in the summer and mm-hmm. the humidity Mm-hmm. Is there? Can you tell that playing the outfield I also? Play, you know, I, balls carrying more in the summertime down in Texas. There, there are certain places that the dynamics change. Like I know in in Wrigley, for instance, a place mm-hmm. that I haven't played. That early in the season, I think they they say that the that it's blowing in, and later in the season, right. it's blowing out. I mean, there are all these things that you, you that sometimes change when you know they knock down a, a grandstand and try to make a new one and whatever. But you know. Players, they're used to all of those things. If trends are making stadiums smaller, and then, of course, the ball is just standard Juiced. every year. Right, right, right. You know, there's <laughs> like, we don't we don't really know. Now, is it is it good? Obviously, people are going to, to well, complain. Offense sells, you know? especially in fantasy. You know, when we're talking about these stats and people are betting and, and making plays, it's about offensive stats. It's about sure. generating run production, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, well, fantasy, I think it sells. Well, no? fantasy, too. I mean, fantasy is about... Like you know, b- trying to predict the action, and so sure. players, you know, we're it's an ever everything in baseball. I read is just like never-ending struggle between the position players and the pitchers. So if if it's better for the game, if more runs are on the board, like <laughs> then they'll lower the, the guy, mound. Hate to be the guy to like then they'll tell institute the, pitcher, like, the oh, DH. Lower, yeah, like let's lower <laughs> the mound or let's bring you a little further apart <laughs> right. or let's make right. the plate smaller or something like that. But you know. Um, if if they if it's more clear, like, but we're going to pay you the same. I think people are like, all right, fine. Yeah. All right, fair enough. This has been Fernando Perez here on the Fantasy Freestyle. True friend of the cipher. Uh, can I have you come on back sometime? I will come anytime. All right, absolutely. Let me real quick before yes. this, because I don't know if I'm going to have it before the season starts. Can I get you on record? Who do you like this year? I'm doing my division by division previews. Right now, I'm settling in on, I think I'm settling you, in on. Just give me every division. Give it to give for it me. To me. Give it to me. Sure. And the AL. I gotta go with Houston. Although I do like, I do mm. like the Angels as a wild card team. Okay. Um, in the Central, I like Cleveland. I think they're gonna run away with it. I do like the Yankees, mm. but I'm gonna take the Cleveland Indians to represent the American League in the World Ooh, Series this okay. year. I love Kluber. I think some of those other arms, the Carrascos of the Salazars of the world, are gonna show up, show out. Um, in the National League, I like the Dodgers, but I do think the old guys of the Giants can keep it together for one year. Come together, the Longorias, the McCutcheons of the world. I like Chicago. With Milwaukee fast on their heels, and I like mm-hmm. the Washington Nationals and the Bryce Harper swan song to get it done if Scherzer and Stroudsburg stay healthy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Nationals to put it all together and mm-hmm. be in the World Series with the Cleveland Indians. I'm and going I, with the I, Indians I think, Nationals World Series. I think other people will say that too because it's just like, ah, you guys should probably win one at this well, point. Yeah, now. they better win like, one before they lose Bryce Harper. I'll yeah. tell you that. 
Yeah. You know, so so what about you? What are you uh, what are you thinking if uh, we had this conversation in there's, October? There's too many, what would be on these TVs? There's, there's too many chips to fall and I know that this is this is going this is recorded, so I don't want to say anything. There's too ah, many chips to fall. He doesn't want the yet. accountability. But I but I'll tell you this, I'll tell you this. The world is good when the Yankees are mm. supposed to win. Baseball That's is true. good when the Yankees are stacked and supposed to win. So I hope actually to to bolster hmm. this thing this way that i love the world i need them to sign like lance lynn or somebody or maybe or another arm yeah because they're only eight. in the in the luxury tax yeah you know 189 right they're number eight. Oh, they could george would be money. rolling over in his they grave be, george if he knew that 17 <laughs> exactly. were spending more than exactly him. exactly right, they're enough. sitting at number eight i like they that. add another another arm yeah they and, do need an arm potentially yeah. They got a lot of good one A's, but not so many, you know, true aces. Tanaka, yeah. Gray, Severino. I think they're all one A's. They need that yeah. ace to truly go up against a guy like Corey Cooper. Yeah. Unless they, they, they sales, just, unless like they just decided to change the entire game and make it so that these guys only throw four innings. But I'm just going to say that and leave because that's mm. too fascinating. We're going to talk about that another time. Six man rotations. Yes. And yeah, we'll do that next time. Thanks yeah. a lot for being on the show. Of course. Absolutely. Yo, Fernando Perez, everybody. Uh, catch him catch him all over MLB doing his thing making it happen yo we're gonna put the fun in functional sports radio but first I gotta tell you about our people over at DKMS real quick check this out every three minutes an American is diagnosed with blood cancer unfortunately only 30% of patients are able to find a compatible bone marrow donor within their family Okay, that's how you can help. Go to DKMS.org slash fantasy today and you can sign up online to register as a donor. DKMS will send you the swab kit. It's just like, yo, I did this last week. I did this 23andMe. I'm still waiting for my results. But it's just like that. You swab, you swab, right? And then as soon as you match somebody, they send you, you know, you can really help save a life. All right? They'll try and match you, a person need, in need of a donation. The process is easy. And best of all, you can save someone's life. Not in the fantasy world here on the Fantasy Network, but in real life. Okay, go on over to dkms.org slash fantasy. See how you can help. All right, it's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. We're about to put the fun in functional sports radio. Um, do I got my man Danny Otto down there in the pit of misery? Do we have Danny Otto down there in the pit of misery? Because we're going to take a test together, I think. So, that's what I want to find out. Let's see if we got Danny. Do we got Florio? Do we got anybody down there in the fantasy pit of misery? What we're going to do is, uh, we were talking about potentially taking this Wonderlick test. Hey, Dan. Hey, Danny. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Good. Did you hear uh, any of my... Uh my talk with Fernando, he was talking about the ecosystem of baseball and how to make it a more, uh, I guess, engaging product. You're a millennial. What would you think? I, I liked it. I, I was hoping he was going to continue to talk. I was listening to it. It was really interesting. All right. Well, maybe we'll have him on back. <laughs> we'll have him on back. You know, he, like I said, he played a couple, a couple seasons with the Rays. It's interesting to get that baseball perspective. And, uh, you know, it sounds like we're going to talk more. He'll be a friend of the podcast, friend of the show, Dilly Dilly. Hashtag stats over Beat Cypher. But let's have some fun, Danny. You ready to take this Wonderlick test? I mean, I'm as ready as I'm going to be. Listen, man. Let's be, <laughs> let's be, let's be optimistic. I'm going to feel real dumb after. No, 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 Danny. No, no, no. I don't think that's true at all. I think I think we're going to do an incredible job. Uh, is there anybody in the Stats Over Beat Cypher in the chat room that's talking about the Wonderlick test at all, Danny? Is anybody? Because uh, they could be rooting us on now. Okay. Um, all right. So we'll see what the Stats well, Over Beat Cypher is saying. Style, uh, in 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 the Cypher, he hasn't been talking about the Wonderlick test, but he's definitely. Uh, What's Strong really- Style saying? 
Uh, he's actually. We've actually been talking back and forth about uh, our our teams from last year because we oh. were talking. We were getting uh, nice into yeah. But he said uh, he wanted to comment that you know Bell's not going to leave the Steelers until they win a Super Bowl. That's what he feels like. Yeah, he he came out today and says he wants to be a Steeler for life. You know, I was talking about before, but you know, strong style. My only thing is if Big Ben walks away after this year. Why would Lev Bell want to hit the reset button instead of being able to sign big money and go to a place that's ready-made for a contender when he's still in his prime, that being Le'Veon Bell? I was going to agree with everything you just said right there, but I was hoping that I could maybe, maybe I could take the, the wonder dick test with you. Absolutely. That'd be good for me. I've, I've been around a long time. I'm thinking maybe I could get some, some questions right. Okay, I hope that could, I, I mean, let's have, do it. You know, you the more, the merrier. Well, we have a fantasy league at the home. Really? And how'd you do in your fantasy league I, last well, year? Well, I came in third place because I crapped my depends, and they wagered that I'd be the first one out. Really? Okay. But here's the thing. Yeah. That's not what they measure. It's not even about bodily function, no, right? So wait, wait, if, wait. If, you're, if, you're, if your bowels go, that does not necessarily mean that your mind has gone. So that was the whole, our fantasy league was which person goes in their diaper first. It had nothing to do with sports. Oh, well, that's a different kind of fantasy yeah, altogether. Sure is. That's a different kind of fantasy More altogether. More a nightmare, to be honest with you. And, those, I was, and I was in Korea and Vietnam. Those are the fantasies. It's a different network. I think it's Showtime. And I think it's right around 1 a.m. It's a different kind of fantasy. Oh, when I was on Grinder, they didn't seem to mind. Well, that's also a different kind of thing because in football, we don't know we don't know how many people are using Grinder. There's Ooh. definitely a percentage of them, but they haven't come out Ooh, just the yet. The guy with all the paint on his body sitting next to you. Ooh, what is that? Looks like a blind guy got caught in the paint jar and I was on Adderall. <laughs> but he's looking good, though. He's looking good. Oh, you got you got a paper and pen now. I do. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Okay, me versus the guy with paint on his face. We're going to all take this Wonderlick test. Okay. Uh, do you have it on down there, or do you need me to relay the questions no, to I you? I can hear you talking. I got ears. All right, let's see. Let's see. So here's what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to take it. It's about three and a half minutes. It is timed, so we got to work efficiently here. You think we can That's make that happen, everybody? Pluma. All right, let's do it. Grab that pluma. See? Grab that pluma. Not the one that has the oil in it these days. That's a different kind. Okay. All right, here we go. First question. Go. What word, when added to the beginning of mill and the end of chain, creates two other words? What word, when added to the beginning of mill and the end of chain, got creates it. two other words? Got it. Okay, got it. Gang. Gang mill, chain gang. All right, let's put it in. Let's see how we go. We still got three minutes. Oh no, stone. stone. Ah, we already we already stone. went. We already went. All right, Danny, come on. This is a math one. You're supposed to be good at this. What is the next number in the sequence? 4 11 25 53. It's a pattern. It's a pattern, old oh, that's man. That's easy. That's easy. That's easy. That's easy. What you got for me? 109. All right. How do you feel about it, Danny? I think he's right. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Next up. Ooh. All right, Charles was fired from his job last Why? December. For four months, he was on unemployment. But he's going back to college in June. Which of the following sentences joins the sequence of events? All right. Correctly. I don't know if this is going to happen for you, old man, because I would have to read out too many. Yeah, this is weird. Okay. All Dude. right, come on, come on, Danny Otto, though. You got I this. I say the answer is April. Okay, we're going to go A for April. <laughs> there we go. Absolutely. Final answer. Let's keep it moving. Um, 
Oh, it's another math one. This sounds like a high school math one. Okay. Bill and Jerry start uh, at the same point. They made ice cream. Nah, that was Tom and Jerry. Okay. Bill walks west. Jerry walks east for six meters. They both turn right and walk three more meters. Who's closer to the North Pole? This one I know. Uh, west. Running out of time. The one that was going west, which is Bill. First guy. All right, let's go. All right, next up, you, you're definitely helping us out. What is the average of all of the numbers between 17 and 55? No, all of the integers. All of the integers are all the whole numbers. They're the same thing, Danny. Come hey, on, Hey, listen. That is is it integers or numbers? What's the question? Uh, what's the average of all the numbers between 17 and 55? Oh. We're moving on, though, my friend, because I've got that one. <laughs> We're moving on because time is of what, the what essence. What was our here. answer? Uh, our answer was, I believe, 36. All right. Um, a road construction crew is resurfacing the highway between points D and E. The distance is 93 miles. The crew has completed 35 miles. All right. If they do 2.9 miles a day, how long will it take them to finish? 2.9 a day? That's what they're doing a day, including their smoke breaks. All right, 93 minus 35 right. is like what? 15 days, 14 days, 14 14, two weeks. Thank you. We're moving on. We're moving on. This is all math, huh, Danny? Yeah. Let me ask you, Danny, do this one. 53 is the mic. 53 is the mic. You know, that was actually my fantasy team name. 53 is the mic? 53 is the mic. Yep. And it was good. Danny's going to do this next question. Let me ask you something, old man. Yeah. Do you think this matters for a quarterback at all? No, I don't think it matters for anything. the, the, The reason they do it is to embarrass the athletes who've had everything handed to them their entire lives. And why, ah. do you think, why do you think they released the numbers so that we know that Gary Fensick got a perfect score or that we know that um, 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 a, a, a quarterback in Tampa Bay got a three? Mm-hmm. So you think it's public shaming? Let's shaming. see how they handle public shaming. Yeah, Knock them off their peg a few. I'm stupid, but I'm a good quarterback. Interesting. What do you think are the attributes that matter then? If it's not this Wonderlick stuff, back in your you day, to... you know, when you were doing it, you know, searching for Charlie and whatnot, you had to have a couple of pickup football uh, games back uh, in your day. Well, you mistook me. I said I had been to Korea and Vietnam, but it was for vacation. I oh, it was different stuff. Um, no, I think if you're going to be a quarterback very similar to a guy on the front lines, you have to, be able to think quickly on your feet, number mm. one. You got to be able to adapt. Read the schemes. You got to be able to, you know, change things as the defense presents maybe different things to you. And you can't panic. The biggest problem, you know why Donovan McNabb's not going to the Hall of Fame? Well, I know some things he did at Syracuse, which stirred off the riders, if you want to know the truth. Because he threw up at the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. If you can't handle pressure, that's not a guy that can lead a team. Plus, you're leading men. You know, know, I remember Ray Lewis once said to me over a cocktail at a bar in Houston. We were just there having a cocktail. Just having a cocktail before he got in the limo. I was in Atlanta, but I saw Ray Lewis, and he said, listen, the difference between me and the 52 other men in the locker room is that... I'm more of a man. They'll follow me, mm. and I never waver. Plus, I might have killed somebody, and they're afraid of that. Yeah, see, I think I think when it comes down to it, I will always follow the, uh, 
you know, the uh, accused murderer. Goddamn right you will, because that guy could snap at any moment, and then, you know. You, you know how they always it. say, you know how they always say, like, who do you want in the bunker with you? I want the guy who may have killed the man with his own two hands. I'll give, now, that's exactly who you want. I'll tell you something else there. Best radio show, FSWA Award FSWA, baby. My man, Pots and Pans, he spits it so fast, you don't know what, whether it's a fart or just gas. I can go on all day. Uh, here's the thing. Here's what you want, all right? Tell me. You need to have people that could kill. Yes. And that's what makes the per- that's the diff. You don't know that that guy could kill you. Mm-hmm. you do everything it's just about putting it in the brain. It's the same. You know, I don't have any kids, but when my parenting starts, I just want my children to know what I'm capable of. They just got it's just got to be in the realm of possibility. Yeah, that's why it's a crazy look. You know exactly. You, you only got to follow through with it just once to let them know that you're capable <laughs> of it. Thanks a lot, old man, for hanging out with us a couple minutes. Our score, we're in the 16th percentile, but if we can read defenses, we. We will be okay. That's how we do it, having fun here on the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Listen, Danny, you said that uh, you were going to be embarrassed. You're in the 16th percentile, but I still think it's okay. Guy with blue hair did better than I thought he would. He did. He did all right. He did all right. Check it out. That's my time here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You'll see me later on in the week. We're going to be talking about, again, the NL West arms, the NL Central arms. Give you everything you need getting ready for fantasy baseball season. But you know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician, the stable genius and vocal minority of the Fantasy Sports Network. And this is another episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. Hit me up on Twitter if you want, at Spitting Speeds. We're about to be playing video games a little bit later on tonight. Get your Xbox no, ready. Yeah, popping off. Peace. We don't cause trouble. We don't bother the body. We're just the man that's on the way. But I ain't concerned. Relax. My lineup for everybody. Wide left, wide right. Shining in the limelight. My vision's 20-20 like Mad Dog in hindsight. I there's good looks, but I don't read the good book. And I'm always on the lookout for good coke. And I would never tell you different. All I got's my balls, my word, and my birth certificate. So I die when the song is played.